Maybe you could get a finger. Or a figure? Oh, you know what he'd hate is another finger. <laughs> You're going to have to figure some way out to get that arm right, like right out of your face. Like, right <laughs> like out of my face? It's like this. Oh, 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 nope. I broke it. I broke mine. I broke mine. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. <laughs> there you go. Fucking two vigorous a robot hand job is what that was. That's killed many people. Robot hand jobs? Vigorous robot hand jobs. That's why they that's why they switched out to the mage handies. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> why do y'all keep working on AI when y'all need to get softer hands on these things? <laughs> <laughs> the crushing strength of these hands doesn't need to be able to squish things into diamonds. <laughs> It doesn't have to use all that strength. We figure, though, you know, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. Uh. The hydraulics are there for your pleasure. That is the engineering attitude that would crush many a genital. Well, you don't have to turn it all the way up to 300. Oh, but I do. (laughs) You ask why, I ask why not. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gimme Dilute Podcast, the TTRPG podcast that wants to remind you just how important it is in these stressful times to take a moment to love yourself. And if you're very busy, to remind you that there might be mechanisms to assist with that self-love. My name is Turner. I'll be your dungeon master and host of pre, mid, and post-show announcements. And if you think I got into 3D printing, for the dice towers, then you don't know the freedom that being able to produce your own customized robot hand truly will allow. If you're a new listener, welcome. No amount of disclaimer or hedging. Hedging will be honest at this point. Really, that intro is pretty representative of not just where the back portion of this arc is going, but the show as a whole. So the important thing is to recognize that I just said hold. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. New or old, we sincerely appreciate you making time for us in your busy podcast listening schedule. And look, of course, a special thank you, as always, to our patrons, whose donations to the show and interaction with our community really does help us bring you bigger and better content and make the environment around the show that much more special. If you'd like to find out what they get in return for those contributions, then uh, hang out after the show. Episode 24, The Gang Goes Down. Another level that is a different kind of innuendo than we're doing this intro. Now you're just being crass and filthy-minded, and we don't judge. So I'm going to move on, much like the cast, into the realm of nom 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 nom. Quick reminder, of course, Gimme the Loot is not a family-friendly show due to a mix of crude humor, profanity. I mean, come on, you heard the intro. I let you get that far. To, you, 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 you heard that? It's, it's, it's that all the way down. All the way down. See, now look, you've got me doing it. Violence, gore. Mm-hmm. Any additional content warnings will be in the show notes below. And hey, speaking of content warnings, it's 2024, baby. And there's a lot of things to be excited about this year. Uh, you're the dragon. I'm going to make a big deal about that for no particular reason. 50th anniversary of D&D. 
another Gen Con headed our way. So much cool stuff is coming up. Also an election. So get ready because we're going to be talking about it pretty much from here until November because just as much as we want you to tell everybody about the show and help people get involved in our community, we think you're going to have to get involved in your community as well. Because remember, no matter how daunting the forces that those bastards may represent may seem, we've already beat them once. And they just need to not let down our guard and get ready to head back into the fight one more time. Well, one more time out of four years. So you, you know what I mean. Don't every time with y'all. Anyway, remember, it doesn't take much to be a better hero than one of the party of five. Here's your chance. And with that said, let's start the show. And we are back with the party of five. I'm shit. Am I Tori or Mori? I'm Tori. I play Mori. Right? <laughs> I, I think so. If you don't know, we've got a whole other issue. Tori's played by... Nope. <laughs> and and we cut that out and uh, reset. Okay, uh, pick up. I love that you think that I'm going to be graceful enough to not include every moment of this. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. We've all made that mistake. I made that mistake uh, once. Uh, p- pick up. <laughs> pick up. Uh, Tori. Oh, pick up. That's a Tori played by Mori. Nope. Wait. Shit. <laughs> I was actually, I was going to do it correctly. That was, okay. We're back, everybody. <laughs> we are back. Uh, this is Maury. I'm here. Just someone go next. You just let me default. No, keep keep it going. Let her cook. <laughs> it's like, you know, when your mom just kind of looks at you and doesn't say anything, but then you just start like confessing everything you've ever done. <laughs> you guys just... All right. I guess I guess I'm next. I guess I'll whatever. It's, it's your boy, Holly. I play Todd the Tiefling, a.k.a. T-O-double-D, a.k.a. your favorite bounty hunter's favorite bounty hunter, the Todd father, your MVT, bringing that BTE, Todd. He's the greatest in the universe, except the last couple times I've played to talk, I haven't been the greatest. I've been okay. Not quite the greatest, but I'm getting better. (laughs) Wow. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Pool boy. (laughs) Todd Todd with a little bit of self-reflection there. (laughs) Wow. You know what we call that? That's called gross. (laughs) Not on this podcast, (laughs) goddammit. That'll get edited out. How dare you? How dare you? Quick, you added some nuance to Todd. Immediately make a poop reference. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those come (laughs) without saying. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Hey, I am Jamie. I play Eldrin Thaneros. And did you know that for a time, a common con job was to capture a boggle and milk it for its oil to pass off as a proper oil of slipperiness potion? (laughs) Uh, Once opened and exposed to the air, the boggle oil would dry up within an hour. And when angry customers would return, the con con artist would long be gone. Uh, This practice was widespread. (laughs) <laughs> so widespread <laughs> that now there are quick test kits to check for boggle oil when <laughs> purchasing one of these potions. Like they put it on a towel. Yeah. No more boggle milking. No more boggle milking. 
Sorry, I did not hear con. <laughs> con job. Con job. <laughs> I heard a different kind of job. Cock job? It's a carn artist. Carn. That makes a slippiness. I also <laughs> heard slippery <laughs> nipples is in there as well. So- uh, listen, I'm having a hard time talking. Uh, so many mishearings. So much. It's probably it's probably mispronunciations. I'm, I'm being honest. <laughs> No, 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 you are in the right. My brain just went slippery nipples. (laughs) Slippery nipple bottle milking, what? (laughs) All right, now Jazz, it has been months since we've played. Mm -hmm. Months since we've actually been able to sit down and record a campaign session. You have had more time to prepare your return to the intro game than ever previously before. (laughs) We are off to a rough start so far. (laughs) Tori forgot who she was. Todd (laughs) fucking developed some self-awareness. Eldrin really introduced the Fey world's version of an oily nipple. Please, please do not disappoint here. This this can be one that I can finally I can finally win an intro battle. This is your moment. I, I have a quick question. Uh oh. Just before we pass on from Jamie's intro, because I got so lost in the slippiness and and the carn artist. Slippiness, yeah. Was that a th- something about milking a creature to make what was it oily nipples? To is it a shot? Oil slipperiness potions. Yeah, oh. It's, it's, yeah, it's a potion. It sounded like a like a butter a slippery nipple. Like the shot, right? I thought it was like a, sh- a shot bartender yeah, thing. The yeah, buttery nipple. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I thought we were headed in a lead yeah. direction. Same. I was really it's like, wow. Not all these facts are disgusting, guys. It's just just some of them. Well, <laughs> you say that, but you don't necessarily have the best barometer for what's coming out of your mouth during those facts. So. <laughs> <laughs> we and history will be the judge of that. Back to the infamous brownie fiasco. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's been edited out. <laughs> it hasn't, though. Much like me disagreeing with how fucking weird Ranger Ultra Invisibility works, <laughs> the brownie fucking intro never made the light of day unless I forgot that I left it in. Uh, No, you did. You did. Oh, and you, you did. You definitely you, did. You did, and I think we've referenced it every intro since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it just keeps coming up to, to bite me in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Jazz, wow, let's go. Never forget, brownies are real what? Um, so, this is Jazz. Um, I play Fate, uh, you know, the guy that's uh, currently 1-0 in the talk. Um, and, you know, I just... Th- this may come out for 45 weeks after the talk. That's, that's fair. All right, well, you know what? You know, let's just talk about this then. Uh, you know, uh, one of the, uh, I, I believe there was a, the rules of acquisition, I believe, that we discussed, rule number 76. So I just want to extend an olive branch out to you guys. Peace. I hope we all have a good time tonight. Uh, it's been a while. I missed all of y'all. And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's get this thing going. Let's see how this, we can bring this story all together into a nice, happy ending. Was that a bit? Just make it a happy ending joke. Is it, this isn't the ending either. If it's a bit, you have to say it's a bit. Did you think being nice to us would would make this? Was that a happy ending joke? If it was a happy ending. Is that like a handy joke? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't get where we're going. Where is this? Rule number 76 of acquisition. Are you talking about the copyrighted oh. Star Trek Ferengi based rules of acquisition? Because I don't know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> Those have never been referenced on this show. <laughs> However, if you're referring to the completely original and legally distinct Bucky's bylaws, mm, 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 then uh, what would Bucky's bylaws number- 76. Roman numeral seven, Roman numeral six be? See, Ferengis don't have Roman numerals. They wouldn't even know what that was. It can't be a crossover. It would be a Romulan numeral? Fuck, God damn it. That was actually good, Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking this up in a lot of different directions now. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, no. Uh, offer peace occasionally and confuse the hell out of your enemies. Mm. Okay. No, see. We're enemies now? And I am Anthony, who plays Babatunde. All right. A quick recap, because you guys all remember exactly where we were at, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like we never stopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, was just, it was like last week. It was like, yeah. Like we never fucking left. Many, 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 many months ago, before a trip to Indianapolis, conventions, time, and life got in the way of, uh, of us recording this. The goons had traveled to uh, to Newark in the search of both a potential issue with Fate's mom and Fate's stabilizing agent. Fate discovered that the issue with his mom was real, that her soul had been removed by his student loan officer, Sally May, who he'd entered into a contract with prior to the show, uh, back in olden days, in the, in the time back before the story. Uh, so uh, after having a chat with his stepfather, uh, headed into the grounds of Yal Havar, Gained entry to the library by stealing the sword off of a foreign dignitary and uh, ending a contest between two opposing department heads, forcing the winner of the contest to take over the department head chair and thus take on a bunch of extra work without a bunch of extra pay, which uh, granted you access to the library, at which point you immediately made an offhand joke about a Dewey Decimal puzzle. I crumpled up some paper and threw it in rage uh, as you solve that puzzle very, very quickly, <laughs> thus entering into the nether realm, a nether realm sealed shut by several doors, keeping it out of the purview and out of the eye of the goddess of death, who had appeared at Fate's childhood home while he was reflecting on the porch to offer him a deal that she could, in fact, put Fate's mom's soul back in its body and was, in fact, the only person who could do so in return for Fate at some point leaving a door ajar. And Fade, I think, has made the connection that this would give her access to this hell, uh, which is actually a number of demiplanes that were created by wizards in the library uh, where they shelved too deep and they stacked on top of each other and stacked on top of each other and stacked on top of each other. And eventually this devilish life was born and grew there and it became this whole bizarre realm in and of itself where wizards had uh, begun making deals with these entities, souls began getting trapped there. Uh, and it basically turned into Arnosia's version of the Nine Hells. Not all the levels are necessarily a hellish existence, but uh, most of them are, and each one is ruled over by a particular demon lord. You know, or it's your understanding, that Sally May is somewhere in here, and you are searching for uh, Sally May as you descend down into, into the depths uh, a level at a time. In order to transverse from one level to the next, you have to earn a coin of passage or a soul coin from the controller of the realm which usually involves passing some kind of test. The first test was a ropes course set up in a gym. The second the second puzzle was a romance slash horniness challenge, which Fate did okay-ish on, um, but failed enough times that he had to make a few sacrifices. Uh, because that's ultimately the deal here, is if you don't pass the challenge, a trade has to be made in order to earn the coin. Basically, you get an opportunity to get free passage and if not, then you begin to incur penalties and have things taken away. As a result of his failures in the romance challenge, Fate no longer has any eyebrows and is missing the ring finger on his left hand. These cannot be grown back, regenerated, or magically cured. Although, if somebody wanted to minor illusion some on, or there, there may be a cosmetic solution in the future. Um, and uh, that's really where we left off. You guys loaded on the elevator, went down and exited into a huge bustling cafeteria area where you were approached by the demon lord. Nom, 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 nom. 
and that's where we pick up now. Sorry, what was that name again? Nom 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 nom. <laughs> it's me. My name is nom 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 nom. I am the demon lord of this level, and I have a very simple challenge for you to make your way through to the next level. Nom 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 appears as just a rippling pile of viscous pink liquid fat, like roiling on top of itself, Ugh. constantly bubbling and oozing down. Basically like a- Like Jabba the Hutt? No, no like Pizza the Hutt. Pizza the Hutt. Pizza the Hutt. That's what I was thinking. Yes, Pizza. <laughs> okay, well now that's what- Basically he looks like Pizza the Hutt. Uh, a giant pile of roiling cheese, occasionally pepperonis float through- Pizza the Hut is so disgusting. Pizza the Hut was just kind of a pile. Like this is liquid, it's like one of the perpetual waterfall water elements. Oh, mm. as the greasy, slimy cheese oozes down him in rippling, bubbling waves. You would think it would be pooling and hitting at the floor, but it seems to disappear. And so it's just this constant, wavy, ripply, viscous motion. So like a chocolate fountain of ooze, of sludge. Yes, yeah, like a cheese fountain of sludge. <laughs> fondue fountain. A fondue. <laughs> a fondue. Uh. <laughs> he points over, and similar to all the other levels of hell that you've been on, there is a bubble of reality that seems to form around you and extends as far as your as your focus. So if you look towards the uh, the horizon, the cafeteria food court expands further and further out, and you can just see people on these endless winding lines with trays in hand, slowly moving forward. Some of them getting slop piled onto their trays. Some people with food on their trays being forced to wander around in an overcrowded area, looking for some place to sit and not being able to find it as they try and balance their food tray. Just a number of different inconvenient, hellish experiences in this food court that they're going through. But he directs your attention to the right and extends a gloppy arm out. As he extends it, cheese drips and plops and sizzles onto the floor before swirling and crawling back into his base. And a spotlight comes down from the blackness above. And there is a single man, a tiefling, sitting at a table, red and white checkered tablecloth draped down, one little sad little candle the red glass, a little votive candles that was on all the old Italian restaurants and pizza places in the days. It's got that little red lid and the little tiny tea candle mm -hmm. sitting there kind of flickering. Uh, glass of water, three little ice cubes tinking around and floating in it. He's sitting there somewhat blankly staring off to space. Blah, blah, all you have to do is serve this gentleman exactly the meal that he wants. And he extends his hand out the other way, using the ingredients right over here. And he extends his arm out. Oh. And five rows of uh, basically food prep stations uh, appear, you know, like a long kitchen counter. Basically, the long food prep counters where your mise en place is, is set up and where you individual dishes are prepared and prepped or an individual ingredient is handled. So there's these five rows of these, and each one of these rows has five ingredients on them, except for the last one, which only has four. So that's 24 individual ingredients with that last station being open for you to present the final meal for someone to carry it and present it to this person. So all you got to do is take those ingredients over there and produce exactly what this gentleman wants to eat, and you'll be free to go. And he disappears in a bubbling, sizzling pool of mozzarella and fucking cheddar. Who the fuck puts cheddar on it? But it's in there. It's in the mix. That's part of the reason why he's a demon and disappears. Well, um, seems as though we are now in the, this uh, hellish kitchen. Um, Let's uh, see what you tried to do there. Not Hell's Kitchen? A shrieking gargoyle flies over some of the people uh, that are standing in line, and you hear him go, You're a donkey! 
you're a donkey and turning people randomly into asses before flying off. Not Hell's Kitchen? You're a donkey. No. No? I will try and rehab my image in a few <laughs> years. You're a donkey. <laughs> no, no, because we're not, we're not, it's not, I mean, it's more of a magical existence that is hell-ish, but not hell, it's, it's no, you know what I'm saying? It's, so it's, it's a hellish kitchen and not really. Hellish kitchen. Oh. It, it, never mind. Um, let's, uh, maybe we can ask the gentleman exactly, or at least maybe for a clue of what it is that he wants. So what is the path to this guy? Those lines kind of fade into nothingness. And so now you have just this, this expanse of sheer blackness and then a little island of reality with this guy sitting at the table and then the food prep stations over to the left, you know, as everything else has kind of faded away past your perception, you can just stroll over to the guy. It's not a problem. It it seems like you're walking on nothing. Think uh, Seven, when she goes to the the Upside Down, when she's originally encountering the Demon Gordon, just kind of that black astral expanse. Mm -hmm. The reality is shaped very intentionally in response to certain needs or perceptions. Occasionally, you'll hear the rattling of cutlery or you'll get the whiff of a pizza pocket. Uh, Somebody's burning popcorn in a microwave somewhere. And if you choose to focus your attention indirectly that stimuli, the void will part a little bit and give you sensory access to the other portion of the plane. But is kind of focusing thing in on just your your customer and then your food prep stations. Mm, Noted. I want to take its order. Yeah, um, I'm going to uh, go, or Fate's going to go. Fate, are you a people person? No, yeah, I'm going to go over to uh, the Tiefling. And- Fate, are you good with? Are you good at first impressions? <laughs> Just curious. Uh, I, I mean, I feel as though I am quite pleasant. I don't I don't understand the insinuation here. Um, I mean. Did any one of us like him at first? I Just show of hands, anyone? No? Any, no. No. No likes. No likes over here. No, I don't, I don't think that was true for me either. Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. <laughs> but yeah, go for it, Fate. Well, uh, I mean, that, to be to be to be fair, um, no one likes Todd. That's not true. He's very loved. <laughs> Mori, while being quite pleasant, is also terrifying. Um, I mean, he, fair. I'm lovely. Eldrin and Baba are very. Um, off-putting. That's fair. Um, so... We're all kind of problematic on some level. You're not sure where he bubbled up from. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is my people. I don't know. <laughs> I'm doing everything I can not to sound like Clayflay from Harley <laughs> Quinn. Blah, 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 blah. That's very close now. I know. <laughs> yes. I can do quite a good play play. No. Come to my stage show. I'm going to tap fate and be like, okay, you know, if I could measure how good I am with people, I'd measure it by a plus 13, <laughs> but otherwise, I believe in you, and I'm going to give a bardic inspiration to fate. <laughs> You should give him some eyebrows because I no eyebrows always throws people off. Oh, oh yeah, that's 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 definitely does. That's fair. Maury reaches in to themselves, uh, pulls out a piece of charcoal, <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of dusts it, and gives him that Homer Simpson type <laughs> hair with the just the. <laughs> Wait, now all of a sudden my confidence is shot because of all the effort y'all are going to to boost me up. <laughs> Give me a sleight of hand check, Maury, as you uh, go to draw some eyebrows on fate. Okay. Oh, that's a dirty 20. Mm. Okay. Oh, looking snatched. <laughs> Maury's done this before. <laughs> Drawn eyebrows on fate. They look exactly like fate's old eyebrows did. Now, fate, give me a quick con save. 
Oh no. There's this history of, of Tori slash Maury right. drawing on Jazz's slash Faith's. Mm. <laughs> this is a flop sweat check. Oh no. <laughs> this is a flop sweat check to see how bad. It's a 16. All right. He's going over there cool and calm. <laughs> Not going to look like Gene Simmons from Kiss. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough forehead flop sweat to cause the charcoal to run. I'm going to get the Rudy Giuliani going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Well, I think I think as long as he's at that table, we need to check occasionally to see if he's getting more nervous. <laughs> okay, agreed. Why? Agreed. I'll allow it. Why would you? I will allow why it. Why would you wish this on me? <laughs> I decided you would. The audience aside, clearly. Thank you, Harland. It's good to be back. Good to be back. All right, Fate. You're uh, you're approaching. Um. Yes. Uh, excuse me. Hello. Um. Yes. I just um. I wanted to go ahead and uh, take your order so that uh, the cooks over here. And I point back over to the staff, you know, uh, Baba and, and and Eldrin and, you know, just wave over there to them so that the cooks can go ahead and uh, start preparing your meal for you. When he refers to you as the cooks, all of you have a chef's took or whatever the fuck they're called. What are the chef hats called? Toke. She- uh, yeah, a chef's took. Toke. 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 Chef's toke. That's what it is now. <laughs> I'm toking. <laughs> a chef's toke. 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 I'll fix it in post. Appears on each one of your heads with an apron. It does on you as well, Maury, but it immediately starts to slurp into you. So Maury's call as to whether or not it stays on top of her or it slurps inside. Uh, the gentleman looks up at you. Create a protective, like a like an obvious little yes. plate of, of firmer ooze that holds it aloft. <laughs> Ploops back out. I don't think that's going to be up to code. <laughs> he looks at you, fate, uh, straight in the eye. He doesn't have a menu or anything. He's just been kind of sitting there with his hands crossed over his fingers and goes, Okay. Activate pentahedron shard. Okay. <laughs> to understand all languages. Unfortunately, this doesn't appear to be a language. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> have him write it down. It's backwards. <laughs> um, okay. So just a bunch of sound is what I just heard. Noted. So that is a beef wellington. Um, <laughs> a... Oh, um, oh, oh, not... <laughs> Okay, so um, a uh, 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 fillet of duck. Um, he's just guessing over there. What is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do not think he's doing this correctly. I am not sure. Uh, he looks nervous from where I'm standing. He looks a little nervous. <laughs> uh, yeah. He. Definitely looks nervous. Filet of duck, tiramisu, and... And he's starting to get a little bit frustrated with you, You know, you're so right. I am so, so sorry. What sort of creature is the person talking? He's a tiefling. Okay. So sorry. You, you, I, I understand it. I, we will get that taken care of. And I just kind of scribble in my notepad. I have no clue. And I just walk off back to the table. Uh, back to the cooks. And we're like, all right, guys. Uh, uh, so I have no idea. Did you get his drink order? No. Did you get his drink order? No. D- did you produce water to the table? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Did, did you assess his body language or like? Mm-mm. 
try to pick up any other clues. <laughs> I, I did not. You are the worst server I've ever met, mm-hmm. sir. Have you ever mm-hmm. have you ever been in the service industry? Oh no way. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiled ass little elf. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Faye. I don't know why I'm so spicy. <laughs> um, uh, excuse excuse me. Um, my um, excuse me. My uh, my mother worked in the kitchens and uh, service industry for quite some time, so I do understand their plight. Thank you. Um, however, did you just pull up? My mom was a service industry worker card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's where we're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Some of my best friends are in the service industry is what you just got. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're going. But, um, uh, yeah. So I, um, I have the ability to comprehend every language that is, um, known throughout the cosmos. And I don't understand a single sound he just made. So if you think you could go over there and find out what he'd like to eat uh, better than what I just tried. Did he have a menu in his head? He did not. So you just tried to just, you just, you just we just ordering straight from his head? Is, is that we, Do we just make whatever they have? Is that how this restaurant works? Uh, 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 I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Can we look at the, what are these ingredients? Todd, 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 look around. Is there a restaurant here? We are in the hells oh, this is a restaurant i i see a line I, this is not a restaurant there's just a kitchen and a single person we are line cooks do you not see the head do you not see the took on my head and i clearly am a line cook <laughs> we are clearly line cooks um lisan mori mori would it be uh possible for you to read his his mind i was just gonna say that <laughs> maybe see what what kind of food he's thinking about what was your question, Tori? Um, was they uh, devolve into um, bickering? I want to start looking at the at the ingredients. You got a pen handy because I've got them prepared. Hey, gang! Mid show announcements. Just going to hit a couple of high points here. Mondays, eight p.m. Central Standard Time. Why aren't you coming to our Twitch streams? Well, look, a lot of you are coming to our Twitch streams, and we absolutely appreciate it. The rest of you, and I know who you are, thanks to the power of internet cookies. Get over there, watch that content, because you're missing out on some incredibly great stuff. If you don't, guest quests. I mean, look, S. John Ross, such a delight, will be coming back. Going to take a few big swings on interview requests this year, and we'll get at least one of them. I mean, it's just the odds. The variety of content that we've always done is always there. I'm doing late night streams on Saturdays for Baldur's Gate 3. If you're looking for something a little bit more video gamey oriented, that generally also includes an AMA about the show. And most importantly, we have launched our own live AP, which is going to be one shots, shorter form content. Wendell has already come back and done our first one. It was a cool two shot Eberron adventure. And again, him and the cast that stepped up into that for to, to be the guinea pigs for the first live AP out of the gate. Tremendous amount of respect for him for that alone. But then they did a great job too. You know, Tori, uh, Harland, Anthony, and returning guest Christian is from Wickfent. Man, I was so stoked to get that up and running. Next month, even bigger stuff coming for Black History Month. We've got, of course, our annual conversation about representation in gaming. Third week of the month, Jeremy Cobb from Three Black Halflings will be here to DM a one shot with the cast, Sid from the Patreon and from streams in the past, Honey and Dice, and then 
Later in the month, we've got another stream where Wendell's coming back. Mark from Everrealm Adventures will be there. More guests are lining up as we speak. Really excited to see what that turns out. In March, our APs are going to focus on participants that are people of marginalized genders. That first stream, the MTBA. But one of the players is going to be Kat Krugers, formerly of D20 Dames. Another player is going to be Claire from Claire After All, a Twitch streamer we've collaborated in the past behind the scenes. Also popping up on that stream, none other than Dr. Emily Friedrin, a.k.a. Dr. Fafo. More to announce on that one to come as well. The week after that, last week of March, we're going to be participating in the Streaming for Survivors charity event with a one-shot hosted by Char from Tabletop Titties. Tori's going to be playing in that one. Grikachu from Agents of Damned, who's appeared in guest quests and in talks in the past. Additional guests lining up there as well. Man, super stoked for March. April? I can't plan that far ahead. What do you people want from me? I barely got to these announcements. But look, you know what? Here's how you can make it up to me with your unreasonable demands and future sight and sight beyond sight. And now we're talking about the Thundercats. Anyway, get out into the internet. I know. It's a horrible fucking place. Don't go to Twitter. Fuck Twitter. We're not on Twitter anymore. Instagram, Blue Sky, Threads, Facebook still, I know, you know, but it's just, it, we're there. Get over there, follow us on that social media. But you know where the real socialist of medias is? Our Discord. You can get in there by being a patron, huh? Hang out after the show. Or you can, um, you know, just join with that link and uh, meet some really cool people, have a really good time, get the announciest of announcements when we go live with content and do other kind of fun stuff. Now, you typically do have to be a patron to get to do some of the Funnest stuff like influence the show, but again, I'll talk about that later. And hey, look, while you're out on the mean streets of the internet, you already put on your leather jacket and made your hair into that cyber mohawk. So you're out there, you might as well go ahead and swing over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment and rate, review, and subscribe. Everybody asks for it. Why would we be any different? We love the algorithm too. Algorithm, please make us seem important. Cool. That's enough of me debasing myself for AI. Let's get back to the show. Yes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Are they in this kind of line? For the audience, I have drawn rectangles in a line. So, yeah. So, think five food prep counters, like you would see in the back of a kitchen. You know, when you when you look in the back of a kitchen, mm -hmm. there's the one counter where the there were the stove mm -hmm. um, and the cooking surfaces will typically be, and then you'll have your mm -hmm. your food prep lines where your sous chefs and your your, your mm -hmm. and I don't know enough about kitchen culture. I apologize for anybody who does. But where your chefs who work prepping ingredients or cooking individual dishes. Depends on what station we're working on. Yeah. The prep station. So basically stainless steel counter yep. with a, like like mm -hmm. an upper cabinet where you can you can keep your mees. With the heat lamps. Uh, yeah, with the heat lamps and uh, rows of knives and utensils and, and like a couple of drawers. So the, it's all of those counters laid out. There's five rows of those single facing one direction, right? So it's not like they're, they're double stacking against each other. You walk down one row, then you come around and walk down the next. And each one of those has five prep stations with a different ingredient sitting on it. And then the associate utensils to be able to handle that ingredient. And those? They are. Starting at the topmost row, working from left to right on each mm -hmm, one, mm -hmm. you have 
salt. And when I say salt, I mean all kinds. And as you go, well, what about- Himalayan? Himalayan rock salt. <laughs> it appears. A kosher. The answer is yes. Yeah, I got it. Yes. <laughs> Epsom salts, yeah. Amphetamine salts? Wow. There's some Adderall. <laughs> Bath salts will appear. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's what he's looking for. Bay salt. A tiny little fag man appears and sprinkles salt down on top of it. <laughs> Michael Bay salt, he explodes. <laughs> you have salt, tomatoes, endive, anchovies, kimchi is your first row. Jesus Christ. Your second row, meat. I know that's a very general one. Every possible meat you can imagine in every cut, uh, but mostly beef to start. Ground beef, all kinds of different steaks, ribs, roasts, but primarily different cuts of beef. Eggs, dates, icing, like tubs of different icing, piping bags, yateb, the uh, Cthulhuan baking goods icing jar that everybody loves. Is fondant included in icing? Are we including? No, that's fondant. That's not icing. That's that's like marzipan fondant. Yeah, it's not the same. Uh, that's a very tough question. Unagi uh, <laughs> next to the icing. Unagi. Unagi. Yes. Yeah. Then you got mackerel. We are on row three here. Wait, wait. So we get we got just meats, but we got different fishes. All in. <laughs> meats is primarily beef, though. Okay. Like it's primarily beef. Although if you start go, well, I wonder if there's some fucking venison. Yeah, venison in there. Oh, no. Yeah, you'll find you'll find it in there. But it's it when you first kind of similar to salt. When you first walked up to salt, it was just a massive pile of iodized table salt. But as you started asking other questions, you, when you first walk up to the meat, it's primarily. Steaks and ground beef and ribs and uh, roast. But if you go, mm, I wonder if there's any pork chops, you'll see one of the beef ribs will flop over and then all of a sudden there'll be a pile of pork chops there. So uh, mackerel, red potatoes, avocados, red peppers, and Edom, as in the cheese, are row three. I don't know what Edom is. It's a cheese. How do you spell that? E-D-A-M. E-D-A-M. Probably Edom. I don't know. Come at me, people. More of you need to listen to our show for me to say your cheese is right. <laughs> <laughs> then row four is acorns, noodles, duck, just a live duck, <laughs> fennel, and rhubarb. And then your last one is Italian sausage, tamarind, escargot, and soybeans. And then that last spot is blank for whoever's prepared the food to prep it. And what's on deep? It's like a like a leafy greeny thing. It's like lettuce kinda. It's actually quite good. Yeah. You see it as a garnish in a lot of places. Mm. Mm-mm. Nom 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 bubbles back up. Oh, we could just agree to the deal right now, but I could give you the coin to put in your placard. Somebody would just need to give up their tongue. Ooh. Uh mm. uh Maury. <laughs> <laughs> She's got several of those. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's not the same right kind of thing. She would never be able to form her tongue again in the future. That's the idea, Bond. Uh, I, I do like ba- Baba's suggestion, though, that we try to potentially re-read their thoughts. Is that is that a thing that we can do? Is anyone detect-, detect thoughts? Yes, yes. Could I try and remember from earlier today if there's anything that happens if we use magic is that cheating have we have this has that been established not here but cheating was talk about it first of all you haven't asked nom 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 any questions about the rules <laughs> that's true <laughs> so you're not really sure exactly what the boundaries are but that's not a bad thing in hell because remember it's only cheating if you get caught it's only cheating if you get caught <laughs> and plausible deniability is always a good thing steak medium rare and frites I mean, he wants a medium rare steak and what? fries. <laughs> you want a medium steak and chicken fries? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Salt tomatoes, 
Aunt Deep, anchovies, kimchi, steak, Ooh. meat, eggs, date, icing, unagi, mackerel, medium, red potatoes, avocados, red pepper, edamame. Sure, that works. That works. Eat them. <laughs> uh, rare. Yeah, it's definitely it. Eat them. Oh. Acorns, noodles, duck, and yep. funnel, <laughs> rhubarb, Italian sausage, tamarind, escargot, soybeans, frites. Oh, we got steak and French fries. He wanted he wants a medium, medium rare, mm. medium, medium rare. rare. Yeah, very mm. different. All right, who's preparing it? It's you got to touch this thing, and then you touch this. Uh-huh. That's, oh. that's the oh. that's the, the tension you need. I was a line cook. <laughs> I did. I did. I did the job. <laughs> mom, 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 couldn't see what you were doing <laughs> on this audio format. There, Mori makes a hand, then then counts the the fingers to, into like an okay symbol until we hit medium rare. And then the tightness that Mori has mimicked to a human chef they have interacted with then touches the thick part of the hand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I'm going to need that human chef's name. That human chef? What was that human chef's name? Uh, His name was... Or her name. Don't be be a misogynist, Bob. Uh, well, I'm just stalling to put in a patron NPC name in here. Just one moment. Oh, I see. <laughs> now he kind of sounds like Bane. What is going on here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Pasta makeup. <laughs> that's the man. They're both really close. They really are close. Yeah. Yep. I think they're the same guy that voices them. So that's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to blow this up as my proof of my love for you. I'll see hell's Bane. Bane broke Batman's back. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Chef Soyardee. <laughs> That's a good one. Specialized in vegan cooking until we together learned about meats. Mm. <laughs> Maury's lying. And we know this. <laughs> Fate went to meat school. <laughs> what is meat school, sir? <laughs> I don't. I, that's why I just ignored it. I was like, I don't even want to begin. <laughs> I'm just curious. What, what, what is meat school? I'm going to need to know more about that. Valedictorian in meat school. <laughs> I would like to hear more about your time at meat school. Forget <laughs> me with your stories. <laughs> I would like to hear the commencement speech from meat school. I uh, only attended one establishment for education. And it was Coral and Majors Academy. You majored in meat? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Um, however, uh, 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 so you went to the school, but you majored in meat. Mm-hmm. Todd here. Todd was quite, quite the meat expert, if we all remember. Um, he handled that uh, that meat. I grew up on the school of hard knocks. I didn't go to school. <laughs> so you're saying you had to beat your meat? <laughs> you, if you properly tenderizing it, then yes. He was schooled by uh, his professor um, ODB, who likes it raw, right? <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> likes it raw. <laughs> so he doesn't know how to cook a medium rare steak, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, so where we at now? I think we we solved the puzzle. Um, I think we still have to cook it though. We got we had to cook. So someone's got to actually. You have to prepare the food and serve it up. And if you're right, then I will give you a coin. And if you're wrong, then I will lose something based off of your choice. All right, get to cooking. Let's get to cooking. I'm not even sure where this guy's voice began at. Now it's just alternating between fucking Clayface and Bane. God damn it! <laughs> I suffer from very easy suggestions. <laughs> So who's prepping? Who's food prepping? Uh, what's what's the check on food prepping? I do not know history. 
Chad, for better or for worse, has established himself as being not only just a foodie, but a banquet- Banquet chef. A catering employee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would let Todd do- uh, Are you proficient in sleight of hand, Todd? Very much so, yes. Then, yeah, I would just let you do a sleight of hand check. Might I, um, might I suggest- uh, in- Bob, I'm sorry. Just there's no, 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 no mean to offend here. But um, given the extra amount of um, hair, oh come on, man! Could you just like take a step or two that that direction? Oh, whoa! Listen here, I am not shitting you. When Faith says this, a hairnet appears out of the darkness and completely wraps around Baba. <laughs> <laughs> a magic hairnet. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Net, whole person. Bobby, you are immobilized. <laughs> whole person. Oh, you just got whole Bobby, you are completely immobilized for the rest of this challenge as you are covered in multiple layers of demonic hair nets. <laughs> what the hell? Bro, <laughs> oh, break it. That would have been very bad. All right. So, okay. Yeah. Does everybody else have, else have a suggestion? <laughs> I won't take advantage of it. I promise. I'm immobilized. I can talk though, right? I'm good. You can still talk, yes. Maury, I, I, I can't seem to move, but I think it would be good if you... Maybe gave uh, Tara a pep talk before he uh, before he begins to cook. Oh, okay. <clears throat> this is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm squirming, I'm just like completely uncomfortable. Like there's hairnet in places that hairnet should not be. Like <laughs> my tail is not in there. Correct. Yeah, is in a kinked up position. Yeah, yeah this is all bad. Yeah. Mori goes up to Todd and, and forms into just back a little bit to frat tiefling. It's like, all right, brother, you got this. You fucking got this. You're the best cook. You're the best cook in the whole group. Mm-hmm. You got it. You got it. Come on. Come on. What you got? Give me that. Give me that mise en place. Give me, give me, some, give me a beautiful julienne on those fucking potatoes. Let's go. Let's go. Well, well do we not have do, – do I got to – Make these potatoes, or do do I? Is there a bag of fries sitting underneath the? <laughs> ah, excuse you. <laughs> I just need to know what kind of establishment this is. There's meat and red potatoes. <clears throat> red potatoes don't make good. Uh, <laughs> they do not make good. They do not. They do not make good French fries. Fritz, Fritz. You gotta blanch them first, but uh, uh, they're too small. Also, do we know if he wants potato Fritz, or there's so many kinds of Fritz? Yuka. I mean, steak Fritz is uh, usually yeah, they're, they're, it's steak and potatoes. Uh, I could have believed Idaho for one of the eyes for Idaho potatoes, but there's no such place in this universe. Pro, <laughs> <laughs> red potatoes are what you got, right. and there's no pea and steak, so at least not. <laughs> In my restaurants. <laughs> Listen, you go to certain restaurants, this pee in your steak. I'm just gonna tell you. That's the golden shower corral. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I stopped going there a long time ago. Long time. You went there once? Oh God! Not the golden shower corral. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped. You stopped going there. You stopped actively going there. So you were a regular before you stopped. Todd just lost his taste for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not chocolate in that fountain. <laughs> I got out of character. Was talking about the real golden corral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm afraid mm, not. It's too late. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's <is> very unfortunate. <laughs> That's an advantage to having a voice. <laughs> they, they know when I'm out of character. <laughs> That's what you get for not making any effort. <laughs> 
right, I guess I'm guess I'm cooking with what I have. Usually, I'm used to a better establishment and better facilities, but I, whatever, I'll I'll make do with these ingredients. A facility that manifests food for you? You're better. You're you're used to better than that. Baba, <laughs> yeah, we had russet potatoes. Baba, ba- ba- I'm sorry to say it. Like, well, ask ask the potatoes if it has other potato friends. No, it's specifically red because we needed it for for the R and rare. Honestly, I just think, bro, somebody didn't think of russet before he thought of potato times in the five minutes when he was filling in the words before the beginning of the show. <laughs> so guess what? They turned to russet potatoes just like that. I can take, I can handle, I, I can use russet potatoes for, for, for Fritz. Then russet potatoes they are, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> They're red russet potatoes. From a, the infernal, in the infernal area, all potatoes are red. <laughs> are you making them yourself or do you have some help? Well, well, does anyone want to help? It's a whole, it's a whole line. Someone has to take care of the 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 wall. What what? What you would do is like the appetizers. I start washing the potatoes. But you want to fry the appetizer. The, the there's a fry station. Everyone knows there's a fry station. There's the meat station, and then it's plating it. Face starts rolling his sleeve back and starts coming to help. What are you doing? Are you plating? Or are you cooking? What are you doing? Because you got to plate it. Uh, I'll, I'll help. Pre- I'll help prepare the potatoes and then plate. All right. Okay. Was there a bardic inspiration with that with that pep talk you gave him? Yeah, that was my bardic. If I'm so I'm I'm cooking. I'm yeah. cooking the, the the steak. Is is the steak cut, Baba? If you give me a uh, strength saving throw, you'll be able to free your hands and arms enough to be able to hop over Bad. and help in food prep if you want to take on a portion of the prep as well. Let's do that. I do. Also, these tables can usually roll you up me to roll it over to you, Baba. I'm not going to take you out for just a joke, but I will make you roll to get back in. So, so, so someone's garnishing this plate. Is there a sauce? I mean, steak with the pan sauce, uh, Todd, would, would make sense. A pan sauce is good. That would be a 26. 26. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're able to get your up to your forearms fully free of the hairnet mess and uh, hop over to uh, a state, whatever station. I am T-Rex cooking. Let's go. <laughs> so give me a rundown of who's doing what at what station. I am cooking the steak perfectly. Todd is cooking the steak? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little salt, a little pepper. Oh, wait, wait. We don't know. So I'm not even going to season the steak. How are you doing it? I would just go season the steak with, with salt and pepper. It's- grill? We doing a grill? Yeah, we're, 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 grill. we're grilling it. Again, similar to everything else in the, in the hellscape, as you turn to look for a grill, it appears. As you turn to look for a griddle, it appears. As you turn to look for an oven, it appears. Like It, it assembles itself out of the never-ending, yawning void as soon as you turn around and look for that particular piece of kitchen equipment. And what kind of cut? Is he a New York strip, do I know, or am I just playing around with this? You're playing with your meat. Surprise him, I don't do. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I believe you said you're the valedictorian of the College of Meat. I didn't know it was not me. School hard knocks. All right, so we're going, we're going a Wagyu tomahawk. Damn, okay. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, you go big or go home, sir. All right. Don't forget to, to make a couple extra plates just so you can pick the prettiest one. <laughs> I think you just want the extra one. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. No. I like I said, I told you I worked at a line cook. And, and, well, Bernadette used to say, if you ever leave this kitchen hungry, use a damn fool. So, all right. So now, what do I have to roll for this masterfully cooked steak? All right. Well, hold on. So you're doing the steak. Who's Who else is doing what? What else? Is, I mean, there's potatoes. Uh, if Baba's helping, can Baba Baba can take the potatoes? He can cut the potatoes up. He's better at handling a knife. That I can do. So, what you want to do, Baba? Yes. All right. So, Baba's slicing the potatoes. What, what's happening next? Uh, 
I will cook and plate the potatoes. And you gotta blanch the potatoes before you fry them. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. you can't just throw them right in the fryer raw. It's yeah. gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I'll blanch them. Let me blanch the potatoes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Eldrin, you're gonna blanch the potatoes. I'll fry them. And then Maury's gonna fry, and Fate's gonna plate and serve. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Todd, give me your uh, your sleight of hand check. Ooh, with twenty five. Dang. Twenty five. It's a good looking steak. Mm-hmm. Walk me through your twenty five on the steak prep. Oh, first I just I go into the the meat section of the the station, and it looked like ground beef, but when I put my hand in there, I pulled out a giant uh, wagyu tomahawk, <laughs> and I got on there. And I just threw it on the fire. The fire went up. You know, you know, it was, it was, it was nice hot uh, grill. So the sear on it is absolutely perfect, right? And you turn it over. You probably had it on for probably about two, two and a half minutes, maybe three minutes on one side. Then I hit it with. I flipped it over real quick and did it another three minutes on that side, and it is perfect. Now all this was timed perfectly with the rest of the kitchen. Because if you let that thing sit too long, it's going to get too bad. So I had to time it perfectly with the rest of the kitchen. That's why you probably shouldn't let the meat service go first. Fair. All right. Well, this this all can happen simultaneously, but for the purposes again of the audio medium <laughs> that we are and the the r- rolling <laughs> rolling shit. All right. So we got your twenty five on your wagyu tomahawk, uh, Baba. Give me an attack roll uh, with a bladed weapon to chop up the potatoes. Yertiela seventeen. <laughs> 17, that will hit the potatoes and chop them up. Now, get, walk me through Baba's chopping up the potatoes. Um, so, Baba's actually going to... Let's see how it I'm going to lock the uh, blade into place and like cut the potato, uh, moving it back and forth on the blade. Like, like a mandolin, basically? Yeah. I have a quick question. Are potatoes plants? Oh, no. Can I hear the potato? You can. <laughs> they're, they're, they're dead already. They're dead already. Are, are they considered plants? So they're the roots. Yeah, they're not. They're not attached to the root anymore. So they're dead. Yeah, the vine anymore. Yeah, it's these. These are the corpses of plants. Okay, okay. So they're not yelling at me when they yeah, okay. yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> no, I mean there were screams of the damned coming from the grill, and as the flames <laughs> licked up, like little faces shot off. I'm like, ah, as the damned souls <laughs> screamed upward uh, as the cook the steak. But no, the potatoes. Remain deathly silent. Thank God. But yeah, I locked it, lock it in a movable rod mode and kind of move the potato, cut it across. Yep. All right. You toss them over to Eldrin. Eldrin, uh, blanching. <laughs> what would blanching be? I mean, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Give me a, you know what? You're using a plant. Nature? Nature. And yeah, I'm going with nature. He's using, he's using plant and a natural element. So give me a nature check. Okay. Is the water the right heat? And uh, how is this? It's a 13. Ooh, a 13. Very interesting. Okay. Not great. Not great. Now with a plus eight, it's definitely not great. No. Wait, is that a wisdom? Is that a wisdom thing? Is that is that wisdom? Mm, it's in. Fuck no, it's in. Yep, thirteen. Okay, <laughs> I didn't like that. Oh yeah, thirteen. Okay. Walk me through Eldrin blanching him and then flipping him over to Mori. Uh, so Eldrin boils a pot of water, waits for the water to come to a rolling boil, throws the cut potatoes in there, boils them for about five to seven minutes, gets another bowl with an ice bath in it, and cools them down when they're done. Uh, and then he is drying them off after he takes them out the ice bath before he hands them to 
uh, before I hand them to Maury and, uh, yeah, that's it. And that five to seven minutes is because you get distracted in the middle of it by the screams of the damned or the rattling of ghostly chains of silverware strung together. And so you're not exactly quite sure how long you had them in there. Yeah. Might've been five, might've been seven. <laughs> might've been five, might've been seven, might've been four, might've been eight, but that's what happens when you get a 13. So we'll see if there's any consequences <laughs> from that as you flip it over to Tori. Tori, uh, I feel like frying things is an arcana check. Uh, and also, I'm wondering, since there's a table that had icing, would would there be like the ingredients to make? Is there butter on the icing area? Could I get butter out of there? No, it's it's icing. But it, whatever you're looking to, like if you- What kind of fat? You're- yeah, if whatever fat is in your fry station is exactly the fat that you want in there. So if you're wanting butter or duck fat or whatever, that's exactly what's in there. Because I'd like to also whip up a little Bernays <laughs> as the potatoes are- are going, I'm looking around, I see some eggs. Moore's just like, just re- reads a lot, read a lot of books from little trips into the into the, the city with, with Ognum. And just this um, lovely lady, uh, the um, uh, barefoot, as in like B-E-A-R, the barefoot Contessa, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, has a lovely recipe for a, a beautiful 15-minute Bernays that you can just do in the middle of prepping everything. It just needs a blender and some egg yolks and vinegar, some butter. Noted werebear. <laughs> yes. A noted werebear countess, yeah. Uh, yeah, so in the ingredients, there was definitely egg. There wasn't vinegar or herbs, but I did say you could have whatever fat you... Mm. You said fennel. Did I say fennel? Yep. You did say fennel. Yeah. Duck and then fennel. That was fennel. It's, a, it's like a seed. Well, seed. it's a plant, but the, you use the seeds usually. Here's the question that I asked. Do you have something that can produce vinegar? We do. Oh! We do. We do. We do. Who has the jar? Uh, I do. So, uh, hey, Fate, you want to help me whip up a little Bernays sauce? Uh, 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 yeah, sure, sure. Um, what? All right. I feel like me and Fate, we got to wait. Like the whole like first half of kind of like the, the chopping and the potato. We're kind of standing around. And I think as we're, we're like chatting, where he's like, you know, I feel like this needs a sauce, like a dipping sauce on the side, and he could decide whether or not he'd like to use it. Oh, that that actually sounds wonderful. Yes. So uh, here, I I'll, I hand her the alchemy jug, and then I'm um, uh, careful, and I point out which which one uncorked which. That that one's that one's oil, but not the type of oil we need here. Um, so be careful not to touch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, honey, mayonnaise, um, okay. water, honey. Ooh, honey. Um, can you only do it one time if you pick one? For the day, or is it like just can I have a little bit of honey for a snack? <laughs> Feeling a little lightheaded. <laughs> Blood sugar a little low for ooze. Yeah, we'll do the vinegar <laughs> first. But I don't want to mess anything up, but just for later. <laughs> One a day. One a day. <laughs> One a day. Okay, I'll use some icing. <laughs> <laughs> just a bucket of frosting. She would just ploop the icing inside you, and you would just see the outside dissolve, and then it slowly dissolve from the outside in. Oh yeah, Mori eats by uh, osmosis. So Mori just, as we're talking, has has a, a pseudopod <laughs> in a bucket of icing. <laughs> as you see the bucket just going down, <laughs> just continue to talk with him, just slurped into icing. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm disturbed by that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I find it a little bit disturbing. <laughs> Color is distorting just a little bit as she's absorbing all the icing. <laughs> it's like murky. <laughs> Get a little murky. Like, what's, what is happening? Are you okay? Yeah, just more opaque. <laughs> I uh, I go and find a bowl to make sure we dispense the vinegar into it, um, so that way she's got the two 
uh, gallons of vinegar that she needs, however much she needs to use. <laughs> yeah, you can pour it out of the jug. It doesn't all come out at once. Like, it's just when you pull that cork out, that's the only cork that will pull out. So you can just pour out as much as you need. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't like necessarily fire hose out. So, so fate, you go, you take that vinegar and uh, take some of this, this fennel. Maybe let's see what else mm-hmm. we got around mm-hmm. here. Let's do some, um, on, what about this? About, Maury's going to taste the endive. Uh, and uh, put, throw that in there to, to, to marinate in the to do an infusion on the vinegar. And so we're going to let that infuse over, over some heat. And then while that's cooling, we're going to melt some butter and get, get some egg yolks and, and get them blended up. And then as everything kind of cools down, we'll emulsify it together in this blender. And then uh, so while you've, you've got that going, kind of set fade up. I'm like, hey, you got this. And then, and then just put the, put the fries in the fryer. <laughs> and Maury's Mor- definitely got the third pseudopod out. <laughs> <laughs> just, whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, those were all arcana checks. So give me one big arcana check for that whole hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That's an eleven. Can I use my magical guidance? Is that, is that for a skill check? It's got inspiration. Uh which by the way, uh Jazz won the fan MVP poll, mo- the most recent fan MVP poll. So Jazz, you Jazz, you do currently have inspiration right now i don't know who won the last cast mvp i did well you only get one inspiration so that other one useless i know <laughs> should have said someone else yeah. <laughs> that's what you get for dealing with your mommy issues on audio 23 todd's upper decker was a close second <laughs> oh <laughs> it was a close number two <laughs> <laughs> well played. So yes, that will pass. All right, so you guys have a excellently prepared steak, some slightly mushy on the inside, mm. frites, <laughs> and uh, the Bernays sauce that you prepared. Okay. Oh, I didn't even think about it saving the- how Eldrin fucked up with the delicious sauce will help <laughs> with what he did to it. <laughs> all right. So all that stuff's coming my way. Um, I get the steak from Todd. Uh, I'm going to let that rest while I plate the frites. And also I'm going to prepare like a small bit of garnish just for a little bit of color. Uh, I'm going to use a little bit of the leftover fennel just to get some greenery across that. So I get the frites plated, uh, chop, dice up some of the fennel, sprinkle that over the top. After the steak is rested another maybe five, ten minutes, eh, we'll say about ten minutes, let those juices reabsorb and then slice that steak uh, across the grain, get it nice and thinly cut so those pieces are nice and tender. Spread it out, make sure it shows the the even distribution of the wonderful cook that Todd has done. You know, I don't like to compliment Todd very often, but I gotta say, Todd, you did you did the damn thing with this steak, okay? Mm-hmm. And then slice that up, spread it out, and Carry it back over to uh, our mystery team. He uh, he takes it and he looks at you. He looks at the plate, looks confused for a second, flicks the garnish off to the side, slides the sauce off to the side, (sighs) and then gestures at the steak, medium rare, and frites that he asked for. And then poofs in a solved puzzle air of satisfaction. So So people don't appreciate artistry. (laughs) He did say exactly what he wanted. Maury throws her toke on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Nom, 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 nom appears. Somebody seems to have forgotten what kind of establishment they were serving food in. And he gestures in the 
rest of the cafeteria appears where bland pizza is served next to questionably ethnically appropriative Chinese food slash Japanese food slash Korean food slash all Asian foods are the same, right? Question mark. Uh, appropriative stall. Oh. A subway. Because fuck subway. <laughs> Sbarros. <laughs> I say, yeah, I said bad pizza earlier. Yeah. Schlatkies. Whoa. Said what I said. Oh, is great. Well, so I believe the challenge was to serve him exactly what I he asked for. You did a very good job figuring out that the letters were... But then you all got fancy with it, so... Hmm. <laughs> you know, interestingly enough, normally when you would fail to produce something, we would take something away. But mm, since you guys did something extra, I think you deserve a little something extra. Oh, no. And so, Maury, you now have a... It, it doesn't have to be the only one, but it's one you can't ever make go away. A real mouth and teeth that floats around on your body <gasps> that is now a real part of you that won't go away. <gasps> Yeah, deal with that. <gasps> My very own. Judging by the reactions of your associates, that's more horrific for other people, but... <laughs> <laughs> These are mine. Look, everyone. Yeah, yes, you, that is all yours. <laughs> it's it's moving and talking. Please make it stop. <laughs> no, Maury's speaking out of a different mouth. Uh... It's not functional for anything other than eating. That's all that it does. <laughs> Maury's looking down at it with pure glee. <laughs> looking down at it with pure glee is even worse. Why are we, why are we looking down at it? <laughs> <laughs> that makes it so much worse. <laughs> uh, it's, up, it's up front and center. Just to show, show it off. <laughs> uh, it is never in the same place twice. Uh, it moves around. <laughs> Yeah, it maybe it'll grow with time as you level up and give you a bite attack. We'll see. I don't, I don't understand, but like I just, I don't know why, but I just imagine Maury like pseudopod waving it back and forth. Like, oh, I've got a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that takes care of the sauce. Who was responsible for the garnish? Was it you, friend Elf? Elf. I, I look over at I look over at Eldrin. El, Eldrin. Maybe he'll give you some eyebrows back. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent idea. And he snaps his finger. <laughs> no. <laughs> and your eyebrows do grow back as on Deve. So now it has on Deve eyebrows <laughs> for the rest of his life. Oh, that's horrible. Thank you for the suggestion. What? You didn't learn your lesson after the hairnet. <laughs> so fate has literal bushy eyebrows now. <sighs> God. Oh, on Dave, it's like what they put those delicious, like where they make it like a, like a bruschetta, and there's like little things in it, like little boats. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like little scoops. <laughs> it's like a looks like looks like ugly cabbage. No, so what you're thinking is Belgian on Dave hearts. What I'm thinking is the one that's green and leafy. Uh, there's green curled on Dave. Mm. Oh, I was thinking of the the yeah the scoopy ones. Oh, those. You're talking about like it looks like kind of like parsley kind of. Right. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. That's the thing that like Sebastian is sitting on in the Little Mermaid. They take off the cloche, and he's sitting there. Yeah, very much. And so. he like scuttles away yeah. underneath it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very, it's very, it's like extra curly, uh, brushy, but not like green leaf lettuce. It's more like a um, frisé, uh, frisé kind of. Uh, it's a look. <laughs> Maury uh, makes a pseudopod that looks alarmingly close to a tongue, and gives Fate's eyebrow a little lick. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Fresh. <laughs> uh, 
Ah, uh, yikes. Couldn't just plate the food, could you? You couldn't just plate the food. Had to be fancy with it. <laughs> you said exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Well, but why am I being accosted? Maury, Maury made the sauce, but why am I? And I got a mouth out of it. I was rewarded. She had like 40 miles. You never had green leafy eyebrows. This is going to be stupid to look at. <laughs> it's gonna, you're going you're gonna to look pretty stupid. Todd, you're stupid to look at. <laughs> no, I- when Maury talks about how, how she was rewarded, the mouth goes, yeah, see? Ah! I've got a little friend. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. It will randomly agree with Maury and back her up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. I got an extra vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What have I done? <laughs> Everybody, this is Boca. <laughs> Boca da Bapo. He's gendered. He's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's very strange, but I'll allow it. His name is Boca. <laughs> Mori non binary, the extra weird demonic mouth she was cursed with. <laughs> totally a dude. Yeah. 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 It's a mouse without genitals, but he identifies as male. Just, uh, Just so everyone's clear. <laughs> if we, if we, be very careful because this is hell and you're very close to a mouth with genitals, so be very careful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, next room. <laughs> if this was the previous level of hell, this, that, would, that mouth would have genitals now. Okay, next. <laughs> you do not want to see the fucking dick teeth. That was so terrifying. <laughs> no, no. I, my brain did it backwards and did genitals with the mouth, and it was so much worse. <laughs> Do you guys remember who's gotten soul coins to this point? No. Um, no. Todd, Fate? I know I haven't. So Todd, I always say Todd got one with the uh, unicorn on the back of it. Fate got one with the Sphinx on the back of it. Maury, you get a coin, and it's got a, uh, a picture of you <laughs> on the back of it, a picture of your own face. Nice. Or Maury's approximation of a face. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> and Nom Nom goes, I figured you all would figure this out pretty quickly. You can, ha, you can go. And he gestures over and the elevator to the next level down materializes. Am I still in this hairnet? The hairnet crumbles to ash as the elevator appears. Your tuck tooks, tox ticks, tox tong tongs poof away in a demonic fluff as do your aprons. Todd, can I? Can I ask you a question? Uh, no, more of a favor, really. Um, could you? Um, I can't even take you seriously right now, dude. <laughs> Those eyebrows. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm working on it, uh, Eldrin. Hold on, just one second. Uh, Todd, do you mind? Um, I, there's a thing that you can, uh, you know, uh, the, the, if you could use some of your, uh, your tiefling thaumaturgy and maybe like singe my eyebrows to a crisp, just a touch. I don't want them all the way gone, but just like, why don't you fireball your eyebrows off? <laughs> um, that's a little too much fire, and I'd like to keep my face. Can't you do? Can't you shape? Can't you shape it? Like um, fire? You do? You, would you like for me to blow up the entire room to try and singe my eyebrows? I'm just, I'm just asking you. Maybe to just, they just need a little dressing. I've got some vinegar. I can shoot them off. No, no. I'm, I'm just this. No, no, no takers. No. no, it's just I'd rather not. Um, I know, I know for for certain Todd has the ability. Um, possibly even Maury. Maury, would you, maybe you could help me out here with some thaumaturgy of some sort. Prestidigitation, perhaps. You wanna wear my hat? And just concentrate on looking like yourself normally. <laughs> the question is, why would I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Hold on. Hold on. I'm just, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to. And, and he just, out of frustration, he just tips his cap and tries to uh, cast uh, prestidigitation on himself to uh, perfectly crisp his eyebrows to at least a solid brown instead of the green. I'm sorry, what? Were you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm activating my uh, my pork pie hat of wizardry to cast a uh, prestidigitation and 
just mildly scorch my eyebrows to a to a reasonable shape color. Marie casts counterspell. Aldrin, you hear the screams of, oh God, he's burning us, he's burning us. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's burning us, why? We just moved in. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Fuck him. Help me. Oh my Lord. Oh boy. Okay. That was unnecessary, dude. Fucking Jesus. Uh, you could just walk around with leaf eyebrows. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, wait. <laughs> Still birds, it doesn't stop. It's like hellfire. They're still going. Ah. We can't hear this, right? Only me. Ah. So we're good, okay. Ah. <laughs> I don't, Eldrin. I'm sorry. I don't know what you want. Like a, mo- a moment ago, you were complaining about my eyebrows, ah. and then I try to correct it, and now you complain it because I'm trying to correct my eyebrows. I don't. I mean, I said they looked ridiculous. I didn't say they were nice people. All right. I'm assuming you're getting in the elevator and, and heading down to the next level. That is correct. Yes. Let's go. More to come in the next episode. Seriously, look, can we talk, y'all? I mean, this is getting out of hand. I appreciate a good body joke and salacious jape from time to time, but uh, this is really uh, out of out of control. So, look, zip it up and let's get uh, let's get our patron thank yous in here and talk a little bit about what they get for supporting the show. One, they get a very special thank you. Again, not that's not a euphemism. It's you're going to hear it in a second. Stop. They get access to all our creative content. We changed it so you get access to every bonus podcast, bonus lore post, DM tips, DM notes, uh, bonus videos, all kinds of crazy stuff. Wave of new content coming out in February. Uh, we're getting the talk videos produced and a number of other things. I am itching to get back into the lore post game. And, you know, now that I've discovered that I can actually dictate the fucking word, which I know most of you probably already knew, but that saves me a ton of typing. And then I can just go and edit instead of typing it from scratch. That just got a thousand times easier, which I, you know, should have known that I could do. But I'm old and decrepit and not the fucking point. The point is, you get a lot of cool stuff. Also, if you support, you get some loot. You want to know what kind of loot? Stickers, t-shirts, cups, mugs, pint glasses. All that's available. You got to get in there, get in the program, see what's going on, and uh, we'll get you taken care of. All kinds of cool stuff. Sometimes surprise stuff. Professor Flattop got a very special Average for an Elf shirt at DreamCon last year because he's been one of our biggest con supporters. So yeah, cool stuff. Bonus stuff. Great stuff. Fun stuff. Sexy stuff? No. Why do you keep asking? Stop it. Let's get on to the thank yous. All right, this is... Really, if I, I can't even call HR. I'm the HR department. So on that note, Sailor Scars, Malohai, Kirk, always go goat anus to mouth, Mr. Smee, Sundance Sid, soon appearing in a stream near you, Daniel, Ken, as a certified graduate of meat school, Todd would like to offer you his personal instructions on how to handle your meat as a certified meat handler. Look, god damn it. I'm not going to let the cast write these anymore. New names only. Dean, Appella, a roboticized private eye. Miles, Burly Baba bringing the big bash. Don't use good yarn on bad conspiracies. Coro del Toro, Mr. Bible Pants. Jeez, we've, this has been long enough now that your actual 
Patreon name is relevant again. Ugh. Dr. Econ, Dreekin, Cosmic Worm, Jesse, Mori, and Buka, Boca, Boca, are like two-fifths of the way to an acapella group and will need you to start sending some audition tapes to them directly in Discord. And you too can be part of the horrifying, horrifying chorus that Maury is most of. I Yeah, moving on. Martian, Kalevi Helvetti, Hannah, Loki the Angry Dwarf, Cadillac is best girl, Thomas Jacob, Yogan. I don't want you to know if you ever have like a really unruly facial hair situation or grooming need, his arrows are at the ready. Razor sharp and soaked in the blood of fallen owls, which will surely not come back to haunt him at all, ever. Dr. Death, Professor Flattop, Zork Fox, Saga Nadal, Matt, Bill, Gibbons Camp, and of course, our resident alpha patron, Lee. Baba hated those hair nuts. He hated them. But for you, he would stay out of your kitchen. He's not putting one of those back on again. But if you were worried about, you know, any kind of tabashi hair in your food, or you had some kind of allergy because of a dander situation, he is willing to stay 50 feet away. A lot of us have restraining orders that require at least that amount of distance. So we're used to it. So look, all these fantastic people have gone out of their way to help donate to the show financially to help us bring you bigger and better content. But it's a tough time for everybody. We understand that. So look, if you can't support the show right now financially, what can you do? Well, number one, we still want you at the Discord. Man, come on. If you're listening at this point, you're really into the show. Get into our community. Hang out with us. Spend some time. There is no friction between the Discord members who are patrons and the Discord members who aren't. We love to see you all either in there either way. We want to get to know you. And we promise we won't even peer pressure you a little bit in the Discord. Now here, I will peer pressure you from time to time. That's my right. Being passive aggressive is my gig. You know what else you can do? Tell somebody about the show. Seriously, tell somebody about the show. You would be surprised how effective a uh, means that is for a podcast to grow. One in five people decide which podcast they should listen to next based off of the recommendation of a friend, coworker, or robotic arm technician. So yeah, get, get out there, spread the word. One in five. If we don't get that, that's like losing one of the party of five. Although between the talking eyebrows and the extra mouth... The sentient sword and the racist undead horse. Um, it's it's getting kind of crowded, so maybe we could stand to lose one of them. But we can't lose that word of mouth, so get back on that. Anyway, as always, thank you for joining us. Happy New Year still. This is still technically January. I can still say that. Fuck you. I'm not drunk. You're drunk. No, not drunk. Anyway, as always, hope you enjoyed the show.
Hello, everybody. It's me. Nom, 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 nom. Your favorite cafeteria devil lord of the Shadow Library. You know, there were a lot of things that happened in this episode today that are kind of horrific. There were curses that were given out. There were people that were tortured. Lots of terrible things. But there was still a very important message that we really want all of you to take to heart. Fuck Subway. Seriously. The sandwiches are terrible. I won't even term them in hell. And they actively supported a sexual predator as their mascot for a number of years. So, yeah. Fuck those guys. And their five-foot-long cookie. What the fuck, y'all?